0: This is the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network with Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss III. Kurt Rowe is the Executive Director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association in St. Louis. This
1: morning, this calls for the old Billy Barou.
0: Kurt Goss III is the head PGA professional at the Country Club of St. Aldens. Hi, short. <laughs> now, it's time for the only podcast dedicated to St. Louis local golf. Let's get into the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. From the Glen Carbon Studios of the St. Louis Podcast Network, this is the C&C Golf Factory Podcast. I'm Ian Hanslin alongside Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss. Hello, gentlemen. Good evening. How are you?
2: Good. How are you, sir? Hi, Andy. Oh, I'm,
0: just, I'm just just fantastic. Loved it. Loving the beautiful weather that we're having. It's fantastic golf weather. I haven't been out to play yet this week. I skipped league this week. Uh, let some other guys get, get a number before our playoffs start, so... Uh, but yeah, but today was just beautiful. Looking forward to the weekend. But then back to 100 degrees next week. So saw that. Yeah, I saw that.
2: Love St. Louis. Got to love the Midwest. We teased it last week, and uh,
0: and Kurt Goss, you're not you're not going to be here.
2: No, I will not be experiencing 100 uh, degree temperatures next week.
0: You're going because, because you're because you're going because you're going on vacation to uh, to Moscow.
2: Close. Um. Uh. A little bit different. Northern Ireland. Uh, Northern uh, Ireland. Uh, yes. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm tracing back my, uh, my family tree. I'm, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, it actually goes back. Uh, I think you guys both know that I have a, a love for golf architecture and, uh, trying to do bucket list, uh, places. Um, as you know, I probably don't play a lot of golf around town that's just cause life's busy. Um, but when I get a chance to, uh, travel and play, I play some special places and, uh, This just goes back to a couple of years ago talking to a few members, um, where I wanted to go one day and we started talking Northern Ireland. And, uh, so here we are. We're leaving, uh, Friday night and, uh, we got six rounds at, uh, some of the top golf courses, um, in the, uh, world. Uh, one of them is I think number two in the world overall Royal County down on nice. uh, near Newcastle. Um, I wow. think it's been ranked number one before usually I think it's between Royal County down and Pine Valley as the two uh, best courses yep. in the world. Um, so no, um looking forward to it. And then, uh, we're going to have time to do, uh, some sightseeing as well. I, I feel like if I played 36 all day, my body would fall apart and, uh, I wouldn't feel like I really, uh, Gave myself an opportunity to experience the culture. So yeah, uh, looking forward to it. And uh, uh, you know, I think more people should get out there and, and plan these trips earlier if they can. Um, like I said, I started the groundwork two years ago, and we basically had it booked almost a year and a half um, ahead of time because um, golf's through the roof, as you guys know. But uh, yeah, we've all been to some special places, but uh, this will be one uh, I'll never forget. That's for sure. So,
0: what are some uh, like? What are what are some of the? Uh some of the steps you had to, the process you had to go through to even like book these tee times and get on and get on these courses. Like, I mean, as a, as a PGA member, do you, do you get like preferential treatment on these, on these kinds of deals or how does that work?
2: Yeah. So good question, Andy. Um, so again, I've planned trips with members and uh, whatnot to like Bandon Dunes, other places, uh, Streamsong, other resorts, usually because that's, you know, here in the States, I can kind of do that. Um, beautiful thing is uh, Google, can give you a lot of answers. Uh, So, uh, but no, um, you have to just pay attention to places when they book. Um, But for this, because it's international, uh, the six hour time difference. And again, you guys probably know, but maybe not all the listeners know Scotland, Ireland, a lot of these places, all the clubs are somewhat private, but they're very opening at certain timeframes to public and travel play. Um, So international tourists coming over again, our private golf here, as you know, guys is, private golf and you can invite it as a guest that's about it or playing a tournament that Rowie might be hosting Um, but I used uh, Premier Travel based out of Atlanta and yes there's some perks as a PGA professional Um, my golf's covered Um, you know some kickbacks Uh, I don't want to give too much away because I don't want the uh, members to hear all the uh, special perks I got. Uh, No I I
0: just meant like as far as it's like helping you book those teachers yeah. because yeah, most Access. of those golf courses are private. Yeah, not really what the personal kickbacks are.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, There's no kickbacks. I'm paying the same as them. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, there, there are. So, yes, I, I met um, – I started talking with Premier before all the 2023 dates opened. We mapped out where we wanted to play, obviously, Northern Ireland, which courses – and then when it was time to open and they knew we had eight players, then they went ahead and started mapping out which day where. So, yes, um, premier travel. But there's all there's probably a good five, six companies out there that's happy to help. And even for domestic travel, um, it can be a little overwhelming. And still, even with me working with them, there's still a lot of emails and there's still a lot of emails today going back and forth coordinating mm-hmm. things. But everything's locked up.
0: Northern Ireland is about as big as Vermont. Can you is there so can you like stay centrally and then get to all the places you need to be, or do you have to move hotel rooms and things like that all the time?
2: Correct. So over the uh, eight days, we're in three different hotels. Uh, we'll fly into no, we'll fly into Dublin, um, and we'll have an afternoon after we land uh, to hang out in Dublin, sightsee, dinner there. And uh, one night at that hotel, and then we have a private driver for the week who will take us up north towards uh, Port Rush um, and uh, Port Stewart. Castle Rock uh, is one of the courses we're playing. Ironically, Castle Rock has uh, men and women uh, from the DP World Tour starting tomorrow. Uh, so <laughs> playing, of course, that's hosting a professional event this week. Um, and then we'll work our way back towards Dublin uh, for uh, Royal County Down, which is a little bit south of uh, Belfast. So yeah we move uh the three different hotels throughout the stay. Sounds like an incredible
0: experience. I'm very jealous.
1: Yeah, that's very cool. That's uh I I have not had the opportunity to get over there and it's certainly on my uh it's on my short list and uh, so uh, that, that's exciting and uh can't wait to hear about it when you uh get back and send pictures
2: <laughs> absolutely sure. yeah. take pictures but, uh, and I, I figure now uh, all the places that are walking only i uh, i better start that doing it now because i don't know if 60 i'll be <laughs> be making it but uh yeah thank you guys i'm been uh, a lot of leg work but uh i recommend uh anybody getting together with you know i mean i tell members all the time go visit french lick it's three and a half hours away i mean you got the die right. you got the ross i mean just go experience different places johnny morris is building an empire, yep. you know, three and a half, four hours away. So, yep. uh, Wisconsin, you got sand, Valley, you got Aaron Hills. Um, so you guys know there's plenty of places around us. Um, I just say, uh, you know, start making more memories uh, on the golf course if you can. So, uh, very fortunate as a PGA member and to be working where I am that I can uh, go do these things. Super. It's
0: awesome. Yeah, it's a really, really, really cool being able to do that. Uh, usually we uh, we preview what things we have going on uh, locally, but there's not a whole lot going on. Kurt Rowe, you have an amateur series event coming up uh, next Monday.
1: Yeah, uh, sir, uh, event number five. Um, we're uh, headed over to uh, the east side of um, the our area to far oaks golf club yep um so we haven't been to far oaks in quite some time it's been a little bit but um we've got uh yeah our event number five in our amateur series uh, we got about 90 players it's down a little bit we've been averaging a little over 100 but we're getting towards the end of the of that series but 90 you get to go over and um uh, work with uh, mr Moffat, who's always always uh, always good to see doyle and um uh, he's uh been supportive of us and so we'll uh we'll be over there for event number five one more to go and then before we get to the championship in october for the uh for the amateur series so
0: it's a fantastic series of events for amateur golfers if you guys want to sign yep. up for at metga.org you can just click an amateur series and register i think you get to pay 25 bucks to join the series and then it costs to play each each event
1: right that's correct just along those yes. lines yep yeah yeah so, yeah, and like I said, it's it's, it's the amateur we, – we've talked about this before, but the amateur series is for everyone. I mean, there's, there's – there's, you can find a place to play. We've got yep. several divisions. There's senior, super senior. There's net. There's gross. There's open. There's – we have a, a women, a ladies net. We've got – so uh, it's not um, – you know, and that was the reason why we started the amateur series because generally our events are, you know, catered or, you know, for the better golfer. And uh, when I say better golfer, I mean the low single digit handicap golfer. And again, the amateur series, you can, um, regardless of your handicap or your age, we can, well, we can find a, we can find a division for you to play in and, 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 uh, tee it up in a little competition uh, throughout the summer. So.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's. A, I have a lot of friends that do it, and they and they love they love competing. I think a lot of a guy like me, I have a hard time doing it because it's there's no. It's always usually on a Monday or Tuesday, isn't it?
1: Generally, yes, yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 during the week. Um, this year, we're actually all on Mondays. We've we've spattered a couple around where we've done. We've had a couple Fridays, um, and you go all the way back to the first couple of years we tried. We actually tried half on the week, half on the weekend, but the weekend thing just was really difficult with trying to do that on a Saturday with. With public play and, you know, sure. at some of these golf courses, it just, it, it 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 was really kind of a disaster, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> um, and that was when we were fields were small, you we, know, we were getting 50, 60 players, and now we're getting, right. you know, a 100 players. So, yeah. um, so anyway, but, um so yeah, I mean, we're, that's half the peach sheet of a busy golf course, I'm assuming. Yeah, exactly. Right. right no yeah. so, great so. stuff.
0: but yeah it's a great way to compete if you uh, just want to get there and like if you like to compete and you're not very good at golf but to want to compete metga.org and click on the amateur series and you can register and then you can start signing up for the events uh Kurt Cost, did you have anything else to preview I thought you said you yeah one little
2: thing uh, no it I was just double checking uh, the section was supposed to have their uh, uh, team championship. As we mentioned last week, sponsored by uh, Sterling Cut Glass, Charlie Keel, our sales rep. Uh, believed down at Dalhousie this past Monday, but when I go to the section site and uh, um, I haven't heard from anybody else, it um, doesn't look like it played. I know that Monday we had some rain here um, around my area. I'm five minutes from Brett. If he's in Winghaven, I'm right down the road. Um, it was raining here, but I don't know if Dalhousie had some weather or what happened, but I, uh, I don't have any results there, um, unfortunately. Uh, like we mentioned the past few weeks, we had our section championship the week before that we had the assistance championship. So again, um, even though it feels like uh, things have slowed down a little bit, um, obviously things will pick up. There'll be a few more big events in the section lake team event in October. It's always a big uh, uh, event uh, down there in the Ozarks, but uh, no, kind of a a calm uh, few weeks, but uh, yeah, we're just rocking and rolling and uh, you know, keeping busy. I'm surprised we weren't busier today. I mean, geez, it was just like, 74 no humidity today and yeah um i don't even think we got the 200 players which is odd but uh, i guess people had to work um well kids stupid, are going back to school too but... stupid jobs and back to school ridiculous yeah. i know i mean i you got to take advantage of like you said next week's going to be in the 100 so right. or 100 so um well for some of us it'll be like 66 in ireland uh, <laughs> right
0: <laughs> right
2: Fingers crossed it doesn't rain too much. I thought me. I tried. I, I thought about getting out today, getting out
1: this afternoon, but I just didn't didn't make it happen. So
2: Yeah, I was gonna try to do it
0: too, but I was busy all morning out of the office wrapping up back to school projects with my day job, which is in kind of in the construction material supply uh industry. So of course, you know, there's lots of those things going on right now. So mm-hmm. wasn't able to quite do it, but that's okay. So anyway, well, uh, speaking and- of the uh, section championship, we have the winner of the section championship in our next segment. He's Brett Moomie. He is the head PGA professional at Algonquin Golf Club. It's happening right here, segment two, CNC Golf Factory St. Louis Podcast Network, coming up right after this. Back here, segment two, CNC Golf Factory St. Louis Podcast Network. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at cc underscore golf underscore factory. You'll find us on Facebook at C plus C golf factory and like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And when you make your second appearance on the show, you become a, I I think I said a best friend of the show or super friend of the show. And that's just what this gentleman is doing on episode 13. We have a repeat guest. He's the head PGA professional at Algonquin Golf Club. It's Brett Mooney,
3: everybody. Hey, Brett, what's going on tonight? Oh, not too much, Andy. Thanks for having me on, uh, Kurt and Kurt. Always pleasure to to listen, and uh, uh, proud to be. Uh, I guess your first, maybe two time guest.
0: Yeah, and without question, our first two time guest. Absolutely, Brett. How was your summer at Al- at Algonquin? How was your uh, your member guest? Your club championship? Your junior golf program? What was going on this summer?
3: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a good second season. Definitely been a little easier than season one. I think anybody in the business can say that. But uh, like Kurt, uh, just wrapped up some junior golf, and everyone's back to school. So. Uh, the staff's been good. Staff's uh, shrinking a little bit for the uh, fall push, but um, had yeah, a great member guest. Uh, probably going to do a second one next year due to uh, demand. So probably have a oh, wow. have a June and a fall, like a lot of clubs have uh, moved on to. And uh, yeah, we uh, we do a match play championship uh, at Algonquin. So, and we're uh, I believe down to our final four. So uh, kind of the usual suspects. We've got uh, a couple of really strong players in Sean Jasper and uh, Jamie froge that have played in the final the last two years, and. Uh, uh, if all the stars align it'll be a uh, year three for them uh with a couple of uh, semifinal matches still to play so so yeah sure. we're uh we're ready for a good fall season
0: nooner and nooner jr are uh, sales rep for in my line of work and they come by our office a lot uh, either one of them still
3: in it uh not club champ but we've got member member next week and nooner jr was uh is a is a defending champion of that with uh nice with his Randy graham jr so so cool
2: hey brett um Thank you for being our uh, first uh, two-time guest. Um, Quite an honor. Um, But, again, you deserve it. You've done uh, plenty here in the uh, section. Um, More importantly, you've done plenty with your playing career. And just, uh, what, about a week and a half ago, you picked up uh, the section championship uh, victory in a playoff over Shane Blankenship um, to get yourself, uh, you know, your ticket punch for, uh, what is it, late April next year, I believe, down in Frisco? That correct. Yeah.
3: Last week of April. uh, And if uh, make the cut uh, trickle into the first of May. But uh, yeah, Frisco, Texas should be uh, should be an absolute treat. And uh, I'm sure there'll be many club professional championships on those two golf courses. And it'll be uh, uh, special to be playing in the first one contested there. So looking forward to uh, to seeing it might might try to sneak down there for the annual meeting for a couple of days, which is uh, in the first week of November and uh, check it out. Maybe uh, get a sneak peek at the golf courses.
2: That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, we've, uh, we've heard so many great things about, uh, what the PGA is built down there in Frisco, uh, for you to, uh, get to go ahead, uh, you know, play for our national championship and then, uh, hopefully, uh, qualify for the PGA. As I mentioned last week, you might have heard, I said, uh, Brett Mooney might be the next, uh, Michael Block story. And, uh, that would be, uh, phenomenal for our section for you, obviously. Um, but, uh, so tell the listeners, cause many probably know that, as club pros, our lives get busy and we don't get a lot of time to practice or we have to find the time. But uh, how do you continue to keep your game sharp, uh, Brett, to uh, be one of the top players in our territory?
3: You know, I don't really know. I, I, I know when I was in college, I had to play and practice just about every day to, to find the club face and, and play the way I want to. And I'm really not much of a practicer. Uh, I've always enjoyed playing and, and competing and, um, you know, doing what I did today is pretty rare, just playing a kind of a casual round of golf. But um, all the guys that work with me know I'm not much of a range rat and I'd rather just go out and play a few holes and, and make sure things are, uh, are kind of feeling good. So I'm definitely a, a field player more than a analytical and technical player. Uh, my swings a little homemade and don't really like to, to jump into the, the working on stuff and just, just want to go out there and try to find it and get it to go in the hole. But, um, so yeah, it's definitely a, a tough process, uh, to keep the game sharp and, uh, in our industry, in our business, especially this time of year. And, um, you know, fortunate to uh, have a couple good days last week to, uh, you know, to punch my tickets, Briscoe.
2: Uh, real quick before I throw it back uh, over to Kurt Rowe, Um, g- can you break down the uh, playoff with Shane Blankenship? I'm not for sure how many holes it went. Um, can you just give us a little bit of details on that?
3: Yeah, Shane and I played uh, all day on Tuesday together along with Sam Lee. And I don't even know if Shane knew that we were tied walking off 18. We shook hands and said good playing. I said, it looks like we're playing more golf and I don't think he even knew we were tied for <laughs> tied for low, but, um, you know, the goal to start the week was to finish in the top four and, you know, on the 15th hole with a chance to win, I probably would have taken fourth place right then and there and been happy. So, um, the playoff was the easy part or the, the, the non nerves part. So when we went to the playoff, we, uh, we went to number 18 and, um, actually made a really nice up and down in regulation to, to get in the playoff, uh, from left of the green there. And, um, in the playoff, I hit it right of the green, made probably a equally uh, as challenging up and down to say par, and and dodged a bullet from Shane, making uh you know trying to make a birdie there, and and then hit probably my best drive of the 38 holes I played on number 10, and uh, hit a gap wedge into maybe 10-12 feet, and, and made the putt for birdie, so which was uh just a uh, you know a great feeling and we had some we had a little gallery following us for the playoff which was uh which always makes it fun uh, congrats
1: brett and uh i know i think i saw on your uh either on facebook or you know social media post this was your like 15th time or something playing in the in the cup you know this this event the club professional championship and you know the opportunity you know i think last week we touched on this and um I kind of likened it to, you know, me running the USJ qualifier, you know, some of these guys do this for, they play in these for years, whether then they go through U.S. junior, U.S. amateur, senior, all these, and, you know, never make it to that, to that national championship. So, you know, kudos to you. And I, I guess that's probably always a, you know, one of your, you know, checklist items is to, you know, to get to your, to your guys is, uh, you know, the club professionals national championship. So, uh, you know, congrats to that and what, you know, kind of, Go 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 on to uh, you know what what's that mean to you and you know for uh and for you guys in, in your profession as the as the club club pros.
3: Yeah, it was uh, definitely a goal to start the year. Uh, was a big goal last year, honestly, and I and I came up just short. Um, I won player of the year last year and, and didn't really feel like I was the best player by any means. Had a good year, but never won a golf tournament. So um, you know, coming into this year, the goal was once again to try to get a, a top four finish and last year I tied for fourth and we only had three qualifiers. So that was a tough, uh, a tough one to swallow. And um, so, you know, I live in Winghaven. Haven I've played the golf course a lot, one section match play there in 17, I believe. And so not really a home course advantage by any means, but um, had some good memories there. And um, yeah, just just was really trying to get that, that spot to go to the national. And I played in the assistance championship uh, back in 2005. And that's really my only national PGA experience and, you know, never played in a, us open or anything so um this will by far be the biggest event i ever uh teed up in and um you know it's nice to have uh till april to kind of prep and kind of get ready all off season and um maybe we'll actually turn into a practitioner we'll see but um (laughs) um but yeah i was uh was really excited to to get it done and um you know my wife was able to sneak over living real close and um um, you know, some of my former colleagues uh, from Bell Reeve, uh, Tucker and, and JD were there in the gallery. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool moment, and something I'll uh, I'll always remember. And I mean, getting the victory was uh, was kind of just the bonus. So after qualifying,
1: and tell us a little bit more about the Club Professional Championship. It's it's a big field. I mean, you start off with 312 players, don't you? I mean, it's it's a you know that that make it to the to the this championship.
3: Yeah. I mean, there's 41 sections across the country. We get four qualifiers, you know, some get, some get way more. It all depends on, you know, your kind of field size that goes into your qualifier. So, so yeah, there'll be over 300 players playing the two courses there at Frisco for, for two rounds and then they cut down to 70 and tie. So it's a really hard cut uh, just to play all four rounds. Um, and then, I mean, my mindset is if you make that 70 cut, you can kind of, kind of just go for it on the last two rounds and try to break into that top 20, which is, uh, you know, and uh, PGA Championship. So it's, um, you know, I know a lot of good players that have played and have never even made the weekend cut. So, I mean, that's obviously uh, that would be great to go in there and, and compete over all four rounds. Brett, uh, I got two quick questions.
2: Um, and then Andy might have something for you, but, uh, first, have you decided on uh, somebody to loop
3: for you next April? You know, I, I, don't know. I'd love for my wife to do it. Honestly, she's caddied for me and a couple of Kurt's, uh, qualifiers back in the day. Um, <laughs> you know, those were 18 hole, probably easier walks than Frisco will be. So, um, you know, I'm not sure we're looking at some uh, places this day that might have multiple bedrooms. So we'll, uh, we'll figure it out, but, uh, yeah, it'll be a, be, be a good motivation to, uh, to get in the gym or get a little more uh, physically fit this off season to, uh, to be ready for that. But uh, yeah, that'd be a different type of golf. That's for sure. For Forster for practice rounds, plus, you know, competitive rounds, uh, all walking with caddies. So be great.
2: Yep. One more quick follow-up because uh, some people might not uh, realize how our minds work as club professionals, uh, knowing the dates of the event next late April and hopefully, uh, into that uh, first couple of days of May. Have you already looked at the Algonquin 2024 late April <laughs> schedule to see what events you might be missing at the club?
3: You know, ironically, our board wanted to kind of do the calendar earlier for next year because the board terms over in October. So, uh, we'd already kind of did a rough draft of a 2024 calendar and trying to get it finalized in September. So, I think that'll be the week after the men's opening day uh, tournament. And uh, usually it's uh, usually our ladies opening days aren't until early May. So, um, so it should kind of sandwich in there and a pretty nice, uh, a nice little gap in the schedule. So, so fingers crossed. And I, I guess I make the schedule. So hopefully that'll, uh, that'll uh, allow me to be back for everything I need to be back for. Your is team this, will take care of you.
0: <laughs> is this the first year down at uh, Frisco?
3: Yes. uh, So Frisco opened. The golf course is officially opened in spring. They had the senior uh, PGA professional championship or senior, yeah, PGA professional championship there, I believe, this spring. So, and that was, those were the first two competitive events played on the golf course. So, and the resort, I think, was the reason they delayed opening a little bit. So, I think the resort was the one thing that was a little bit behind schedule with everything they were building down there.
0: Did it used to be over PGA National? Is that where they used to
3: have it? it's moved all over the country. It was in Albuquerque, New Mexico.
2: Oh, cool. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I just I want to again again say, uh, Brett, congrats. Uh, heck of a victory. And uh, just, uh, again, what you've done for our section. So uh, keep it up and uh, carry that uh, good play into uh, 2024.
0: That's Brett Moomy. He is the head PGA professional at Algonquin Golf Club. He's going to go play in the Club Professional Championship down in Frisco, Texas, to try and get into the PGA Championship in twenty twenty four. Brett, thanks so much to show up after this. as the CNC Golf Factory Podcast right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. <laughs> Final segment: CNC Golf Factory Podcast right here in St. Louis Podcast Network. Andy Curtin and Kurt alongside. Uh, We are going. We have only one thing to review, and that was uh, this past week. We had the U.S. uh, Mid-Am qualifier out at Forest Hills. Is that where you were?
1: That's right. Yeah, we were. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, United U.S. Mid Amateur Championship uh, for the uh, the twenty five and older crowd. but uh, yeah, U.S. Mid-Am qualifying at Forest Hills on Monday. We had, uh, well, we started with 132 golfers. We ended up the most. Uh, we we ended up. Um, I had, I think, I ended up with 19 withdrawals or 20 withdrawals and like five no-shows that day. So got got down a little bit, but uh, which is fine with me. I mean, they can they can drop all day. I don't care because we're still going to give out five spots regardless. if We got 132. Or if we had 75. So, um, but yeah, um, it was a great day. Uh, we started off with a little rain in the morning to, 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 to kick things off. Um, but, um, ended up being a beautiful day. Um, just absolutely perfect. Really, uh, wind kicked up in the afternoon and, and, uh got five really good qualifiers, three local, which is always, uh, I sent a text. So we had, um. Well, first off, our medalist was a gentleman by the name of Tucker Jenkins from Nashville, Tennessee. He goes eight deep on us, sixty three out there, which was a wow. little uh, nobody really saw that coming. Um, even the guys, the guys that shot two or three, thought they uh, thought they played pretty good rounds and uh, didn't see, you know, no eight under. He played in the afternoon when the you know when the wind kicked up, but uh, don't know much about him. But eight under was the medalist. Then we had four at three under, which included um, uh, Justin Bryant um, Justin Bryant, Drew Pranger, John Kelly, and then Brad nursky Um, so kind of three St. Louis guys. And, uh, then Brad from St. Joe, who's everybody knows him from the area. Um, been a long time, good player runner up in the mid a.m. Probably, gosh, I don't know what's been seven, eight, nine years ago. Now he was runner up, um, in the, in the U S mid a.m. But, um, I text Justin and Andrew and John afterwards and just say, Hey, congrats. And, you know, it, I, I, I really enjoy handing out those qualifying certificates to the local boys and keep, you know, keep that in St. Louis. So, um, so that's, that's exciting. So that's, uh, that's good. John, Justin, Justin, um, Justin, Andrew, and John will represent, uh, you know, represent uh, the area well at, uh, at Sleepy Hollow Country Club up in, up in New York. We talked, we touched on a little bit about Sleepy Hollow last week, but, uh, um, and then, um, so they're, they're excited. John Kelly kind of getting back into it, uh, after he was runner up in the, in the, you know, runner up in the USAM back in, gosh, what, 2008, I think it was, 2008 is when he was, so it's been a while. You know, they tried the professional ranks and is back. So to see John play well. Um, and then we had a – we did have a four-way tie for our alternate spots, which uh, Adam Condello, who is also from Tennessee, I think, got out, and, and Matt Mitchell, uh, two guys from Tennessee, got out, first and second alternates, beating out uh, John O'Donnell and Ryan Echelkamp, uh who were also at two under. But, uh, but yeah, it was uh, a yeah, good day. Um and so it gets us a little closer to wrapping up uh USGA qualifying season. And, um, but kudos to, uh, to Forest Hills. Um, you know, we kind of got mother nature kind of, you know, I was out there on Friday morning. I thought the golf course was, you know just excellent shape it was dry it was firm it was you know just where you want it and then we get you know three quarters of an inch of rain over the next two nights and and uh you know softens things up and just you know the golf course ends up not playing you know exactly where you want it and that seems to happen that's happened a lot to us this year for some reason you know um it happened in the metropolitan open in st albans you know that we had practice rounds on whatever monday and tuesday and I golf course was perfect, balls bouncing everywhere, and then you know, and then we have getting rain on what Tuesday night or what Wednesday, whatever it was, going into Wednesday morning and you know, soften things up. But anyway, it's still all good. Um, you know, the qualifying qualifying rounds is really one of my you know favorite things I get to do, and um, you know, we got five guys I don't know about Tucker, but um, you know, these guys have, I think they've, they've probably all played in USGA championships somewhere along the line. So, you know, no, no new guys, but, uh, you know, glad to see three local guys get through and they're going to represent, represent the area and represent the golf association. and Hopefully they can uh, make it to match play and do well up at Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. So it's going
0: to be a fantastic tournament again. That's the U.S. Mid Amateur happening up at Sleepy Hollow in uh, Westchester County, New York, right there on the Hudson River. You can check out if as Google if you want to. We talked about it last week. at Google Sleepy Hollow Golf Club, and uh, it's uh, it's an amazing looking place. So, yeah, Kurt Goss, yeah. have a fantastic time in Ireland. We might have a uh, a, a special announcement here coming up uh, that we'll uh, we'll I guess we'll find out when we uh, when we do the show next week. Uh, you're going to be joining us from the uh from the emerald isle or not
2: (laughs) yeah i mean i mean if we do eight o'clock here two o'clock in the morning there i mean uh yeah i mean we'll uh yeah i did my math wrong earlier guys i said 4 a.m that'd be 10 feet yeah so 2 a.m again i might be uh you know grabbing my guys out of the pub or um you know but let's just see what happens maybe uh we do have a few late rounds so maybe there's a day that we could actually do it and i could sleep in a little bit but uh It'd be fun if we could put together.
0: I like the idea of me and Roy going out and getting soft and then talking to you at two o'clock in the morning here, and talking to you at eight o'clock or nine o'clock in the morning out there.
2: Well, I'll behave myself because I always behave myself, but uh, I don't know about the others. I'm I'm playing uh, daddy daycare to my uh, seven guys. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I've been telling them for a year. I said uh, I'm watching you guys till uh, till ten p.m. Then you're on your own. There you <laughs> so, go. <laughs>
0: Have a great time. It's going to be an
2: awesome trip. We're jealous, and
0: I uh, can't wait to hear stories of it about it when you get back. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, guys. Yep. I appreciate fun. it. For Kurt Rowey, for Kurt Goss, I'm Andy Hanselman. This has been the CNC Golf Factory Podcast coming to you live on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Content on the St. Louis Podcast Network is 100% human created.